say it it's rob's carry rob's carry show i know some of you are saying rob what the hell is going on we're not supposed to be on right now we're supposed to be having this show at night why are you on right now you hyped all week that uh, uh the time would change and it would be on at seven o'clock well it's gonna sound really stupid and lame but I did not realize that the debates were on at 6. I thought the debates were on at 5. So I thought the debates would get over by the time we were starting our show. So it's kind of silly to have our debut show uh, smack dab in the middle of the debates. Kind of silly. So we will start the debate. Uh, we'll start the debate. We will start the new time uh, for the show tomorrow. Plus, uh, they didn't finish the studio. We still have the blank wall studio. So we're not uh, quite there yet. So that's why we're here. And as you saw, and as you hear, we are at a later time normally we would have been on about a half hour ago but all of this kind of was put together at the last minute um late last night and i said well i don't want to not be on and do a preview and do some of the stuff that we wanted to talk about so let's just go on for a little bit then we'll call the day we'll get ready we'll let them kind of move in all the new gear into the studio we'll have them put back up the lights and we'll have them do what they are in the process of doing so that will be tomorrow so don't forget tomorrow night 7 p.m. 7 p.m. and that's west coast time that will be the new show tomorrow 7 p.m. very excited about it. very very excited about it. All right, a lot of things to get to, but the only thing that anybody is talking about, and rightfully so, is Clinton, Clinton v. Trump. Yes, Clinton v. Trump. The big debate tonight, it's like the Super Bowl. Now, they're saying $100 million. I said, okay, I said $100 million. I said it before these people were saying it. Well, there was a couple other people saying it. But I say 100 million people are going to watch this first debate. Remember, Obama-Romney had close to 65 million people. Close to 65 million people. You going to tell me four years later we can't eke out another 35 million you tell me we can't eke out another 35 million people and you realize you realize that if they hit a hundred million people that is give or take the electorate you realize that 
only about 130, 135 million people voted back in 2012. I mean, that's all that ever really votes. There's about 100 million people, give or take. But you're looking at 100 million, 120 million, 100. I, I, I think Clinton, Bush was uh, in the 100 million. I think Romney and Obama was about 130, maybe 140 million. But if there's 100 million viewers, you're talking about 70%, close to 80% of the electorate. And I said before that this is going to be the most important debate in our lifetime. I'm 43. And I would say pretty close to someone like my dad's lifetime. He's 78. I mean, you have to go back to Kennedy and Nixon. You have to go back to when television and debates were basically started. You definitely got to go back to that. And I said, if we are as close as the polls were trending, it will be an all-out panic for the left. And it is. And we saw it this weekend. We saw it this weekend, all-out panic. Not one, not two, not three. But you had countless, countless newspapers, websites. It was like a. It was, it was I can only describe it as a, uh, a, a uh, coordinated attack. It was almost like a. Uh, a, a raid. You know when the FBI... Well, back in the day when the FBI actually... Uh, did a good job of going after criminals. Like they I would actually, you know... Investigate. Interrogate. Wiretap. You know, they would actually apprehend criminals. Not now... Where they talk to terrorists and then they let them go. But you had the Washington Post, Los Angeles Times, <laughs> the New <laughs> the the New York Times, uh, I don't know, Politico. You had countless, <laughs> countless. Uh, news agencies, I guess you could call them. I don't call them that, but you would refer to them as news agencies. They're they're liberal propaganda pieces. But it was like 
They all at the exact same time, the exact same day, wrote articles that highlighted what they called Trump lies. And we're going to get to um, the political piece because I thought the political piece is funny because uh, when I hear somebody say lie, when I, when I hear somebody go, that's a lie, I expect it to be the sky is blue. No, the sky is black. And you look at the sky and go, that's black. I know black, that's black. That to me is a lie. Okay? That to me is a is a is a lie. What we've always been taught is a lie. Did you eat those cookies? No, I didn't eat those cookies as crumbs are pouring down your face. A lie is not something where you have to explain to the person, well, you see, technically, what Trump said was just, it, it, was, it was a simple, it, it, see, when someone has to do that, then it's not a lie. Well, you see, he's getting his stats from a think tank that's a conservative-leaning think tank. If you get the stats for... So what you're saying is him quoting stats from a place that you don't agree with makes it a lie. If he quoted stats from an organization that you agree with, then it's truth. And I don't know if that will help liberals. I I don't know if that will help Democrats. I don't know if that will help turn the four or five million people that they need turned to give Hillary Clinton a win. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You know, there's definitely enough sheep in this country. There's definitely enough liberals in this country. There's definitely enough people that follow the masses. But I think it's just a sign of desperation. When it's obvious that the trend, the enthusiasm, the excitement is shifting to Trump. When you see that happening... And then you see the Washington Post and the Times, uh, the New York Times, the L.A. Times, and, and all of these newspapers 
put out these stories, put out these these two, three, four page stories as a coordinated attack. You have to say, hmm, there must be there must be something to the momentum. This oh, Hillary's gonna win in a landslide. It's over. It's done. There's got to be something to the fact that the momentum is not there for Clinton. The momentum is not there. It's just not there. So you see the left doing everything they can. I mean, to the point where they're 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 basically just saying, "Hey, we know Hillary Clinton is the is the drizzling craps. We know it. I mean, now it's come to the point where, well, before they were just bashing Trump. Forget Hillary. Pretend she doesn't exist. We're just gonna bash Trump." We're going to tell you why you can't vote for Trump. Not going to say what Hillary will do for you because she won't do anything for you. But they realized that at some point you have to talk about the other person that you want people to vote for. At some point you have to say, hey, you got to vote for this person. Because it looks silly to not include the other person. So now they're at the point where they're saying, we know Hillary's horrible. We do. We know she's just disgusting. We know she's vile. We know she's just the worst person in the world. But she's not as bad as Trump. And that's where they are. If you watched John Oliver, and I don't like John Oliver, I despise John Oliver. But every so, I put him on to see if I could stomach a few minutes of the program so I can at least see what the left is up to, what they're plotting. And his entire show It was basically, yes, Hillary Clinton is bad, but Donald Trump is worse. So they're not even saying that Hillary Clinton will, you know, uh, uh, restore our, uh, you know, world standing in in the, the, you know, our our standing in the world. Uh, She'll provide jobs. She'll they're not even doing that. They're just saying, yes, she's horrible, but he's the worst. He's Satan. He is Satan. She, she will at least give you a reach around. Okay? She'll at least finish you off. Yes, she's going to put you through pain. She, she's, she's just, your life's never going to be the same with her. Yes, we, we, yes, but she'll give you a reach around, okay? 
you'll at least walk out of that room going, all right, it, you know, at, at least, at least I, I got, at least I got a little release. Fine, but Trump, nah, no reach around from him. No, you're just gonna, you're just going to leave that room bludgeoned, bloody, and dying. There won't be one ounce of of joy from that experience. That's basically what they're doing now. And that was John Oliver's whole show. Hillary's bad. Hillary's horrible. But she'll at least give you a reach around at the end. Trump will just kill you. He's horrible just for the sake of being horrible. That's it. That's it. That's that's their new strategy. That's their new strategy. And it's not just Oliver. It's not just Oliver. It's any. It's any. Of the Hollywood elite. B- uh, former Bernie supporters. It's all basically, yes, Hillary is is not perfect and yes she's she's a, a representation of of the old yes and okay she's not likable yes and and okay she she's you know the server and the lies and yes you can't trust her we understand but trump is just so much worse And the funny thing is, both sides are going through this, uh, if we just had someone else. Because as much as the right sits there and goes, oh, if we would have just went with Marco Rubio, if we could have just had Rubio, oh, we'd be destroying Hillary. It'd be over. The only reason it's close is because Donald Trump is so flawed. And the left is going through the same thing. Ah, if we would have just went with Bernie. Yeah, he is a socialist. Ah, but man, Trump is just so flawed. But Hillary is just the worst, and that's why it's so close. Joe Biden, Bernie. So the left is going through the same thing. Both sides are sitting there banging their heads against the wall going, why couldn't we have this other candidate? Because that other candidate is less flawed than Hillary or less flawed than Trump. But to watch them say, Hillary is bad. Hillary, it's like they're they're not even playing that whole spin game anymore. They realize that there's less than two months. They realize that when they try to play the spin game, they look horrible. When they try to play that spin game, when they try to go, oh, no, she didn't do this or she didn't do that. 
It's just like it's still funny to watch them go, what are you talking about, the birther move? She had nothing to do with the birther move. What are you guys... And then you see all of this evidence that, yeah, Hillary Clinton never uttered the words birther. She never stood on stage and said, I want to see his birth certificate. But her and her campaign were the ones that put it out there. They stealthily put it out there. Donald Trump and the Republican Party would never have played with it if the Clinton people, the Democrats, hadn't put it out there. They're the ones that did the legwork. And the more you see all of this evidence come out, which we on the right always knew it was there. It's the left that tried to hide it. But if you could go back in an archive somewhere, rather it's, uh, I, I don't know, CNN, MSNBC, books, the 0708 primary race between Hillary and Obama, you will see countless shows. Countless. All of the shows that we watch today that were around back then and ones that aren't around that were replaced by, you know, Hack Tapper and things of that nature, but they were the Hack Tapper shows for that time. You'll see battles, and you'll see people like Chris Matthews talking about the Hillary Clinton camp, implying that Obama was not born in America, that he is a Muslim. They will talk about the pictures that were leaked by the Clinton campaign. And the Clinton campaign spokespeople say, oh, well, if the Obama campaign people are offended that a picture of Senator Obama was leaked that shows him in traditional... I mean, all of these things happened. So, yeah, did Hillary Clinton... Stand up on stage and say he's well. Of course not. It was done more stealth. Sidney Blumenthal. That's why Sidney Blumenthal didn't work in the White House. That's why he didn't work for the State Department. So all of these things, the people know. The voters know. They know this. So the left has given up trying to spin and go, oh, he'll. Now, not all of the left. You still got a few that are 
kicking around that will write an article and say Trump uh, implying and, and saying Hillary Clinton started the birther movement is a lie. Sure. And the Politico article will go through. They say that. Because it's easy just to, to print, you know, a quick sentence or two. But when you get on television or you get in a situation where there's more nuance to it, the viewer at home goes, well, that's, you know, yeah, she she definitely played with it. Her campaign played with it. So the left now is given up trying to spin. Like I said, not all of the left has given up spinning that Hillary Clinton is this awesome, wonderful, charming, honest person. There's still a few stragglers. But for the most part, the left has resided to just saying Hillary's garbage, but Trump is worse. Who was it? Uh, Lindsey Graham? One of them who said voting for Trump and or Cruz when it was just them two in the primaries was like deciding to be shot or take cyanide. And they've now used that as far as Referencing Hillary Clinton and Trump. It's basically, listen, do you want to be killed and your entire family killed quick, fast, painless? Or do you want this slow, dragged out process and maybe your family will be spared? Maybe it'll just be you that dies. And maybe it will just be from like shingles or meliofeminosis <laughs> or something that just, or, or like Magic Johnson AIDS, where you have AIDS for like ever. And that's basically what the left saying Hillary will slow death you. Okay, you have her for four years, maybe eight years. Things are going to be bad. They're not going to be too bad. But you get Trump, it's over. You're done. There might be a nuclear war. There might be famine. There might be AIDS in the water. Forget lead. Just might be full of AIDS. (laughs) That's. And that's what the left is resorted to. That's what the left is resorted to. I mean, they are terrified of tonight's debate. They're terrified. And one by one, every single one of them are on television or in the paper, on the web. Saying the the expectations are just so low for Trump. All he has to do is stand up there and 
and not vomit on himself. All he has to do is stand up there and not say something racist or not say something sexist. That's where we are today in this political cycle. That the curve, the bar has been lowered so much for Donald Trump. It's so low. And I laugh at that. Let me, let me let, let, let's break this down for a minute. Let's break this down for a minute. Because I, I laugh at this dumbed down notion. And this whole presidential and you have to look presidential and when we dumb down the uh, presidential race and it shouldn't be dumbed down and the fact that it is being dumbed down is, 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 is horrible because this is for the presidency and listen. This process has been going on since Clinton. And we've talked about this before. We've talked about why Trump is appealing. Bill Clinton started the uh, dumbed-down process. And then it evolved. And nobody has dumbed-down politics dumbed down the presidency and has made the presidency nothing more than an act than Obama. And the very people that encourage and 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 rebel in that process with Obama despise it because that same process is putting Trump in a position to be the president. And when you hear Hillary Clinton or the never Trumpers go, so now Donald Trump, if he just doesn't throw up on himself and if he doesn't say anything sexist or if he doesn't say anything racist, will come out a winner. He will con the American people again. He will show them this different side. And in turn, the people will go, oh, he's presidential. So in turn, he will hide who he truly is, which is a sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, fatophobic, individual and Bill Clinton started it in the 90s playing saxophone on Arsenio Hall wearing the sunglasses getting fellatio and using his cigar on a young intern in the White House Many years later, and the left dismissing it as, hey, hey, it's, it's sex. It's an affair. You would have done the same thing. You don't want your wife to know. 
You would have lied to Congress. You would have lied to investigators. It's just sex. You can't get upset at someone about lying. I'm an affair. And the left just hammered that home. And that evolved to the point where we have Obama, okay? We have Obama, and rather we watch him playing basketball. We watch him slow jamming. We watch him taking selfies. We watch him eating weird exotic food with Anthony Bourdain. We watch him driving in a car with Jerry Seinfeld having coffee. We see him doing all of these things. And in turn, when you see this happening, what do you say? Oh, well, this is how he really is. When Obama's approval rating is 50-something percent, but... The way he handles the economy, the way he handles terrorism, the way he handles issues gets a below 50% approval rating. But Obama, as the person, gets an above 50% approval rating. Because the people approve and like the real person. They don't like and approve of the character. So people go, well, that's a character. Just like Bill Clinton and who he was, it's a character. And in turn... They flip a switch and act presidential. So Obama has conditioned the American people for the last eight years that presidents play a character. And it doesn't matter how they are privately. It doesn't matter how they are When they're on vacation, partying it up with Jay-Z and Beyonce. I mean, think about the left and the outrage and people with BuzzFeed and the Daily Beast commenting on the fact that Don King introduced Donald Trump. And someone said, oh, it's the first time a convicted murderer has ever introduced a presidential candidate. And these same people seem to forget Jay-Z's very, very checkered past. Jay-Z. 
who was indicted, who was involved. With drug dealing. And we're not talking about slinging a few rocks. But we're we're talking about like pounds and pounds. Again, the left seems to forget this. They, They seem to forget this when they condemn Trump. And Don King. Oh, Don King. Don, oh my gosh. Don King. Well, what about Jay-Z? <laughs> I mean, really? What about what about Jay-Z? Really? That's different? Well, how is that different? That's that's different. That okay, cool. <laughs> that that that's 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 different. That's different. Guy was indicted for stabbing an individual. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, so when people say, well, the the, the politics is so dumbed down now and uh, Trump, he's on a curve. And if he gets up there and he acts a certain way, it's an act. But yeah, yeah, Obama has mastered that. And that's why the American people, at least right now. Half, or I would say a little less than half of the American people are fine with Trump. They don't look at some of the things he says and goes, oh, man, that's that's how he's going to be. That that's that's how. Yeah, that's that's not. uh Uh-uh. Well, of course they don't. No different than when people see Obama vacationing with Jay-Z. They're not sitting there thinking, hey, I wonder if. Obama is going to be slinging rocks soon. I wonder if Obama and Jay-Z might go to a nightclub and stab someone. Hmm. I I wonder if... I wonder if... No, of course not. Of course not. So the American people are only reacting to what the left has created. And the left has no problem with Obama being two different people. The left has no problem with Obama being two different people. They had no problem with it. And that's why people look at Trump and go, ah, when he said that, 
There was a TV show. When he said that, that was on Howard Stern's show. When he said that, that was The Apprentice. When he said that, it was a roast. That's not going to be the same person. That gives the State of the Union address? Of course it's not. The person that's going to give the State of the Union address is the person that's going to stand up there, read from a teleprompter, and do exactly what Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush Sr., Reagan have done in the past. Just like Obama isn't going to give a State of the Union address, or he wasn't giving State of the Union addresses, while his peeps in the back are slinging rock, hanging out with Jay-Z, it's just chilling with Kanye. Just that's... What's going to (laughs) happen? So, the left has created the left has created this dumbed down politics, the presidency on a curve. Obama's entire presidency has been graded on a curve. And that curve being public, private, and presidential Obama. And all three things are different. All three things are different. They're all different. They're all different. So the curve that everybody is terrified of and the fact that the left goes, all Trump has to do is stand up there and and be presidential and he wins. Because the bar is set so low. And see, the thing is, the bar is not set low. The bar is set exactly at what Obama set it to. The problem is, who Hillary Clinton is, is private, is presidential, is public. Who you see Hillary Clinton, who you see her as, is exactly who she is. That just, (laughs) that you know, you know, and the other amusing thing that transpired over the weekend, and it's again nothing new. 
absolutely nothing new. But it's just funny every time I hear the left get so worked up. And, and that's what they, just worked up about it. Over on um, Bill Maher. You all know gr- the great Bill Maher, the great liberal. And I hate the fact that I can't watch Bill Maher anymore because he's so over the top despising of Trump and he's so over the top despising of Republicans because I've actually given Bill Maher money before. I've gone to his shows. I I have. And I've enjoyed the shows. It was funny. But he's gotten to the point where it's just... I know some of you are saying, but he's always been like that. But yeah. But maybe because this political... Uh, this this presidential race is so heated that it affects me more. But I, I can't watch him. I can't watch him. It's like Oliver. I, I put it on for 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. And then I, I just, okay, I can't watch it anymore. I can't watch it anymore. But this weekend, you had this uh, Max Brooks. Okay. Part of the Atlantic Council and the Modern War Institute at West Point, Max Brooks. And he echoed something that I don't know. You name them on the left. Rather it's uh, uh, pundits, rather it's um, celebrities, talk shows. The notion that the media has gone light on Donald Trump. And that is the only reason... He is where he is, and Hillary Clinton is where she is. Is again a preposterous, it's a preposterous statement. And when you want to talk about lies, Trump lies, Trump lies, and to me, this lie. Is the biggest lie one can tell. It really is. To me, it's the biggest lie. This insane, and it is insane, this insane concept that the media. has given Donald Trump some type of free pass and supported him and continues to support him is ludicrous. It it really is. And of course, nobody ever 
never calls these people out. But this Max Brooks said, Secretary of State Clinton's poll numbers are not her fault. Her numbers are the way they are because the media has forgotten what their constitutional duty is. He said, we have a free press. And the whole reason it's in the Constitution is to inform us, the electorate, about what we're voting on. And they've forgotten that. They think this is a circus. They think this is dancing with the stars. And so they've given Trump probably a trillion dollars worth of free press over the course of this campaign. And again, we go back to my example months and months and months ago when you would hear Republicans echo this free press statement. Free press, whether it's a million, billion, or trillion, is only beneficial if that free press is positive. And why no one pushes back when people like Max Brooks or anyone else makes these statements is beyond me. Listen, Chipotle, about a month ago, two months ago, probably had about $10 million worth of free press, right? And that free press was people eating burritos filled with E. coli. People getting gravely ill. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty people going to hospitals with food poisoning because they ate Chipotle. Now, is that positive for Chipotle's brand? Of course not. You know what else gets millions and millions and millions of dollars? worth of free advertising the tobacco companies you know where they show the ad and the guy's in the bathroom and he's got a toothbrush and he's cleaning out his blowhole he's cleaning out the hole in his throat and he talks like that I used to smoke you know that Or the woman who has the uh, colostomy bag and she talks to the camera. Says she got cancer of the colon because she smoked two packs of cigarettes for five years. 
So don't smoke or you will end up like her and you will have a colostomy bag. Now, that's millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of advertising for the tobacco company. Those commercials where the guy pulls off his face and hands it to the clerk when he is buying the cigarettes. And that's the pound of flesh as payment for the cigarettes. That's free advertising. They're advertising cigarettes. Yes, they're showing an extreme case of what cigarette smoking will do to you. But nonetheless, they're advertising cigarettes. Now let's put that in the coverage of Trump and the trillions and trillions of free media that people like Max Brooks has stated that Trump has gotten and that is why Hillary Clinton's poll numbers are where they are. If Trump does a rally and CNN Shows it live. Rather it's the full rally. Rather it's 10 minutes of the rally. Rather it's a half hour of the rally. They then. Go. To the panel. And on that panel. Everybody dissects. Everything Trump says. Which eventually ends. With Trump. Is evil. Trump is scum. Trump is an a-hole. Trump is Hitler. How is that somehow a Budweiser commercial with a cute and adorable Spuds McKenzie or a cute and adorable Poodle Riding on the back of a Clydesdale. When you have the Washington Post, the New York Times, the LA Times, BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Boston Globe, National Review, which is supposed to be a Republican magazine. Newsweek. These are all media outlets, right? These would all fall under what Max Brooks states as a free press. And the fact that the free press is not doing their constitutional duty. Which I didn't know that that was the purpose of the free press. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I thought the concept of the free press was, you know, 
free press. I didn't know it was basically being pro-Hillary Clinton. And if it's not pro-Hillary Clinton, then it's not a free press, and they're not doing their constitutional duty. But put that aside. Max Brooks and many other people on the left. Tell me specifically the trillions of dollars of free press that spells out Trump is an awesome, awesome guy. Please tell me. And it's funny because a lot of the people that say this are people that talk about Trump every day or every night. And it's not anything positive. But rather it's Jimmy Kimmel. Or it's Seth Meyers. They talk about Trump every night. They say what a racist, xenophobe, homophobe, Islamophobe, Nazi he is. And then when they get done doing that, at some point, they make a joke about the press creating him. Here's individuals that devote 5, 10, 15 minutes of their programs Every single night, bashing Trump. And then the other 30 or 40 or 50 minutes of their show, they're condemning the press that is covering him. And because they're covering him, that is why he is where he is. Telling you, our country is where it is today because you have liberals, progressives, the extreme left controlling every aspect of our life. And because they do this, The same way they make their arguments about trillion dollars of press and not doing their constitutional duty. And these bizarre statements is why we are where we are. It's why we have Islamic terrorists attacking us rather than quote-unquote homegrown or they're immigrants from Turkey our inner cities are just a disaster the murder rate so you got to be more specific because if you say the crime rate, 
Democrats will go, oh, that's a law. Crime is, is lower. Okay, the murder rate. People being murdered, okay? Murder is on the rise. It's all because of liberals. It's all because of liberals. It's all because of people on the left. All because of people on the left. It's it's a it's a society that they've created that never takes responsibility for any actions. Not to get off the beaten path, but I'll give you an example. Just a quick little bizarre example. I'm in Walmart the other night, okay, or Target or 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 Vons. And there's a magazine, okay, or, or People, and it has some actress on it or, or some reality show star. And the article is about her boyfriend or her husband who has checked himself into rehab for sex addiction. And that's a new liberal creation because it's not his fault. It's not your fault. It's not the relationship's fault. It's an addiction. So the man is out having sex. The man is out doing what Bill Clinton did. He got caught. And it's not because he just loves sex. He's tired of what he has he likes a little variety he doesn't like who he's with there could be a million reasons but those aren't the reason the reason is an addiction so in turn he can't be blamed for anything because he's addicted and she can't take responsibility for anything I'm not saying she's responsible for the cheating but Staying with him. Divorcing him. Any of those types of things. There's no responsibility there because he's addicted. So in turn, the liberals have created cheating as an addiction. Oh, man. I would have known that years ago. I didn't cheat on you. I'm addicted. And you wouldn't condemn a junkie, would you? No, you would have that junkie go to rehab. Yes, mom and dad, I stole everything from your house. I stole great-grandma's heirloom ring. I I did all of these things, but you can't be mad at me. You can't be mad at me. I'm addicted to crack. Okay. And now that's how it is with sex, honey. I know you have AIDS now because I just like to go out on the weekends and do as many crazy, degenerate, nasty, sexual things as humanly possible. No condoms, no nothing. I like to do oral gangbangs with 
37 dudes at a bathhouse in West Hollywood. And I specifically look for guys that are positive with AIDS. But hey, honey, you can't be mad at me. I'm addicted. You say, Rob, that's some extreme stuff right there. Yes, it is. But it's no more extreme than what we've been talking about. And liberals blaming every aspect of Hillary Clinton's candidacy on everyone else. Who she is as a flawed candidate. Everyone else. Max Brooks saying, whoa, wait a minute. Hillary Clinton is only where she is because the media is not doing their constitutional duty. They've given Trump millions and millions and millions, if not trillions of dollars of free press. Free press. Free press saying that he's a scumbag? Are you kidding me? That, that, that's not how free press works. That's not how advertising works. The whole concept with advertising is you sit at your house or you're sitting at a doctor's office or you're driving in your car and you hear the same message over and over and over again. You drive, you sit, you walk. And it's a girl eating a big sloppy cheeseburger and it's spilling down her face. And it says Carl's Jr., Where you see this dog and, and it's with this master and the guy's got like half a leg and he's feeding the dog Alpo or whatever and it talks about veterans and their dogs and goes up to a, a, a dog food commercial and you're like, oh my God, I got to buy that food. And you look at your dog and you go and grab your dog and you hug your dog. That's how advertising works. So if you open up the New York Times or you get the New York Times at Starbucks and the front page says Donald Trump's a scumbag, how is that positive? How is that somehow good for his numbers and bad for Hillary's numbers? How is it when you grab the Washington Post and the Washington Post goes, we just want to tell you that Donald Trump is a dangerous, evil Psycho son of a bitch. Do not vote for him. That, that's the front page of the Washington Post. How is that trillions of dollars of free advertising? How is that somehow positive? This concept only works if all of this press is saying how Donald Trump is the greatest person in the world. If I click on CBS at 11.30 at night because I want to watch some late night TV and Jimmy Fallon's got, I don't know, uh, uh, some crappy guest. I, I picked somebody. Pick some Hollywood a-hole. They're whoever. Amy Schumer. I'm like, oh, let me watch Colbert. And Colbert opens and he's like, I just want to say, Donald Trump is a Nazi. Donald Trump is a liar. F you, Donald Trump. Uh, 
How is that positive press? How is that trillions of dollars of free press that contributes to Hillary Clinton's poll numbers going down and Donald Trump's poll numbers going up and the media is not doing their constitutional duty? How? How? And that's not just once a week on Colbert. That's every day. And then at 12.30, if I'm not asleep yet and I want to watch late night and I tune in to Seth Meyers, it's the same thing. If I go to Samantha B on TBS, it's the same thing. If I go to Trevor Noah on Comedy Central, it's the same thing. To a lesser extent, it's the same thing on Kimmel. I mean, it's over and over and over and over again. And every single one of these programs, that's the media. That's the media. Hollywood. What they produce is media. If I tune on the Grammys, if I put on the Emmys, if I put on the Academy Award, if I put on any award show that has celebrities, regardless, regardless of what it is, there's not one person that says, I just want to say Donald Trump is a great guy. He'll be a great president. He's awesome, and Hillary Clinton sucks. Not one person. Not one person. Not one person. So what media is Max Brooks talking about? What media? MSNBC, not one person on MSNBC has ever talked good about Donald Trump. Forget the pundits. Forget when they bring in a sacrificial pundit lamb. Forget that. Because at the end of the day, the pundits that's supposed to be Republican are nothing more than shills for that network. When Hugh Hewitt Goes on MSNBC. It, it's it's a shill. He has to conduct himself in a certain way. It's not too tough on Hillary or the Democrats. He's pro-Trump. He's a Republican. But it's never too confrontational. So MSNBC is not part of this. The media has forgotten to do their constitutional duty. Okay. Is is ABC George Stephanopoulos? Like, who? Who is part of the media that doesn't do their constitutional duty And they've given Donald Trump trillions and trillions of dollars worth of free press. And like I said, 
free press. Like, are you really saying that putting Donald Trump on every night when he's doing a speech or he's doing an interview and then the person bashing him is somehow beneficial? That, that's ludicrous. That's a, that's a ludicrous statement. You realize that's a ludicrous statement that goes against everything. Everything that we know in the modern age of entertainment and advertising. That concept is, is as liberals will say, as it pertains to Hillary Clinton's health issues that's debunked the notion that Trump being covered by certain programs rather it's every day twice a day three times a day and then calling him a disgusting nasty vile pig is somehow beneficial and that's part of this trillion dollars worth of free advertising that has made Hillary Clinton below 50% in polls and Donald Trump above 50% in polls. It is just another instance of liberals blaming other people for situations, for problems. Rather, it's Chicago and the crime and the fact that Rahm Emanuel is a Democrat, but it's not the Democrats' fault. Or anything that's going on in our country that's had a Democrat as a president for seven and a half years. And almost three of those years, Democrats controlled every aspect of government. But it's not their fault. It's the Republicans' fault. It's some mythological, it's a chupacabra's fault. It's Bigfoot's fault. It's a Yiddy's fault. It's someone, it's someone else's fault. Someone else's fault. There is yet to be one. I mean, even the media that's supposed to be friendly to Trump is not friendly. Even the media that's supposed to be friendly. For every talk radio host, for every talk radio host, rather it's Larry Elder... Sean Hannity, Hugh Hewitt, Roush Limbaugh, for every one of them that are now pro-Trump, there are double that are against Trump. Double. That are against Trump. And some of those people that I mentioned have just got on the Trump train. Mark Levin despised 
Trump for months. For months. So even the media that is supposed to be the most favorable to Trump, he does not get all of their support. He does not get all of their support. You still have chunks of the radio audience that despise Trump. You still have people like Charlie Sykes, Glenn Beck, Megan McCain. All of these people despise Trump. That's part of the media. That's part of the media. The National Review, part of the media. Megyn Kelly's program, supposed to be pro-Republican, they're anti-Trump. So even the network that's supposed to be pro-Trump, pro-Republican, even that network is not 100% pro-Trump, but MSNBC is 100% pro-Clinton. The Wall Street Journal, who's supposed to be pro-Trump, supposed to be pro-Republican, Rupert Murdoch owned, isn't fully pro-Trump. Remember, a month or so ago, they did an op-ed that said, hey, Trump, Unless you do A, B, and C, we're not going to support you. Right now, you're a disgrace. And if you look through the Washington or the Wall Street Journal, you'll still find articles sprinkled in there of anti-Trump. So it's just insane. It's just insane. It's insane to hear people talk about this trillion dollars of free advertising. It is. It's it's just insane. I mean, I got the the things. Oh. Oh, jeez, I got buttons and settings going on. <laughs> but it is. It's just, it's just, it's, God darn it. Told you, we, we, we're, we're trying to get ready for the new studio, and we're supposed to do it tonight. And because of the debates, we said, what the hell's going on? You, you can't have the, the premiere of the new show right in the middle of the debate, so... I was like, let me just go on now. We'll do the show. We'll get ready for tomorrow night having our uh, first show back. So everything's like half-ass here. All right. But it is insane. It absolutely is insane. Absolutely insane. But it is where we are now. 
It is where we are, and nobody will call these people out. Nobody will call the Max Brookses out. Nobody will do any of that. But it is what it is.